but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. Dante here with my fam in the building. KT is here. Bishaw is here. Bishaw, what's going on, man? How you feeling? How you feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like I had all my had all my kids the first time since school started collectively at the same time at the same place. So um, it, it was a pretty good weekend to be able to see everybody joyful faces. It was tiring because I, you know, of course, I worked this graveyard shift, getting off work. I'm going straight to doing whatever they needed me to do. Being, you know. Being a father is 24 hours a day, um, whether you're doing it in thought or prayer or um, just being present. And um, I'm, I'm big on that. So I'm like, look, I'll, I'll wear my body down just so we can do. But as soon as they left, oh, my goodness, I felt it. Because going to work today and get off the day, like even right now, I said, yo, uh, I got I, I got, I got to regroup. I, I'm not an android. I'm not a robot. But um, but I will take those losses for them, and so if I if I grow some gray hairs, then um, I grew it over the weekend just because of that. For real, though. trust me, you you can't see, you can't see, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I got some little salt and pepper stuff going on, and mm. it's it's all right, it's it's all right. Once you probably you'll probably be able to see it better once I grow my hair out and, and you know these twists and stuff, get it all locked yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I yeah. mean? You know what I mean? KT, don't roll your eyes like that. Don't do that. Just just, <laughs> just support little bro. You know what I'm saying? Support my dreams. Yeah. How you doing, girl? What's going on? <laughs> Not much. Just uh, <laughs> taking it day by day, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Day by day. I feel you. I feel you. Well, it's it's been a very... Uh, interesting weekend, uh, very fun weekend for uh, Wifey and I. Of course, this weekend we uh, was officially Wifey's birthday, so we went um, we went out of town to D.C. to visit the African American Museum, and um, it was one overall. I recommend everyone go. Like it was really, it was really good. Really enjoyed myself. I learned so much. It was so much to take in. It was it was honestly overwhelming because it just from the it, it no stone was left unturned as far as what they explored, what they displayed, what they educated you on. Um and it was just dope. It was dope. And definitely an emotional roller coaster. But this is what I will say. DC, the Virginia area. So we was in the Virginia DC area. Um Y'all need to lay off the weed. Because <laughs> I ev- e- 
everywhere we went, weed was in the air. I lie to you not. Um, <laughs> we walk into the hotel. It was a nice hotel. Now, you know, now not saying that I got it like that, but you know, it's it's wifey's birthday, so I'm trying to, you know, do my part because I ain't trying to look crazy out here in these streets. I don't want to be the subject of vitriol in the girl group chat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta come through for wifey right um but you know in the hotel lobby people was dope they kind of hooked us up we got the you know the penthouse suite type thing we overlooking the city the high ride really dope view i'm like yeah i did that babe yeah you're right happy birthday babe but you know in the elevator dude smoking weed going there another Another time in the elevator, another dude in there smoking weed. Just everywhere you went, it's in the air. You, 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 and you, you catching contacts because you know you like. I, I don't even have to physically smoke. It was just so much. It was just. It was everywhere, everywhere. Weed everywhere. And then of course, the closer you got to the African American Museum, oh, oh, you, you, damn near saw the cloud. <laughs> just, I was like, come on, y'all, like. Come on, y'all. There's just weed everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> just, I'm like, all right, man. All right. But uh, overall, man, you know, it, uh, African-American Museum, absolutely amazing. Um, I will admit and confess that I, you know, I, I was in my feelings a little bit. I was I was really pissed off. Um. You know, understandably so, you know, looking at the history. But I was also just, you know, me. I, you know, I like to sit back and watch things. So, you know, there's there's four levels to the African-American Museum. And each one just covers a particular point of history, music, culture, like education, um, spirituality, uh, this, the, the black presence in every single war that America has fought and been involved in, black people were there, and the underlying stories of why we were involved, the way we were involved, um, and just all of the groundbreaking things, the inventions that were created, just all these things, you know, and so beautifully displayed. It was almost like a, a, a wonderland maze, because you, all you had to do was just walk. And you were just running into things, you know, um, they had a really dope Afrofuturism type thing. So, so, uh, section. So you got the, uh, Janelle Monae's, the, um, Bootsy Collins, you know, all them, all that type of stuff. They had the original Black Panther, uh, suit that Chad with Bozeman wore on display. Mm. It was just, just really dope. Just a lot of dope things. Now, with all that being said, um, now, of course, there was some white people there, but the the where white people were most congregated in the African-American Museum, you guessed it, in the slavery section. And that made me feel some type of way. That's all. That's all. I'm, I'm just looking around. I'm just like, wait a minute now. All this stuff going on. Y'all just y'all. Y'all don't want to know about Boosie Cobb outcast, uh, you know, just Sam Cooke. Y'all just sports. I mean, even sports. I mean, y'all like Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali, don't you? Like y'all, Jim Brown. Y'all, y'all know about about them, right? No, no. Everybody's down here in the slavery section, huh? Oh, okay. All right. 
it just all around. I mean, we can barely walk. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, that that, that made me feel some type of way. I'm not, not even going to hold you. I'm like, because y'all know what y'all did. But what? what? <laughs> y'all know what y'all did. But, you know, wifey being the, the reasonable one of of the two of us was, you know, point out different perspectives as to why they, they could be there. And, you know, I didn't buy it, but all, all that, all that to be said, all that to be said, really dope, really dope. I, I recommend everyone to go. If you have not gone, um, I definitely want to go back. I definitely want to take my children um, because it's just so much information and just so many things that I learned there. And you know, I, I thought, well, I felt like I, I knew a good bit uh, just from independent research and stuff like that so like i knew a good bit but going there just like man i'm just scratching the surface of just on the story and the history and you know seeing that you know it it definitely um just made me appreciate the story of blackness uh in the americas and just proud to be what I am and to understand why I'm here and the legacy that we stand on. And it really makes me want to uh, continue to push forward and hopefully do, you know, leave some sort of impact that pushes you know, our community forward, but that's it. That's all. That's all, you know, for that. Y'all check it out. Uh, if you have the ability to, you won't regret it. All right. So um, speaking of celebrating uh, black community, um, <laughs> Derek Chauvin was was stabbed in prison. Y'all heard about that? <laughs> that's that's not a good reason to celebrate black culture. But <laughs> celebration. <laughs> it's a celebration. I yeah. I, I shouldn't celebrate. It's it's. <laughs> but Derek Chauvin, for those who don't know, he is the police officer who uh, was convicted of. Uh, I want to say like murdering. He was convicted like second degree manslaughter or something like that. But he was one who nailed on George Floyd's neck for all that time for nine minutes, um, and he was he received a twenty two year sentence or something, which is crazy, which is crazy because he was stabbed twenty two times, um, mm. and while he was for each year in prison and. Uh, from the guy's name really doesn't matter, but he was uh, apprehended, of course, and he said this was in solidarity with Black Lives Matter, but he also was uh, in cahoots with like the Mexican mafia or something like that. So it was it was pulling double duty. This is for black and brown people. And yeah, he went after and he was actually trying to, to kill Derek Chauvin, but they was able to get to him in time. Um, he was released as of today. The date of this recording is December 4th and he was uh, sent back to jail to resume his sentence. Um, of course, the family is upset and stuff like that. And I understand, I, you know, I understand and it's that that's still family, but like, man, um, I, I'm trying to, show or have some sort of like sympathy i know derek chauvin showed and was trying to uh (laughs) what'd you say kt i said trying to muster up some sympathy some sympathy for me for him yeah you know so it's like man like 
Like I, I hate that happened to you. <laughs> it's really hard not to like. I mean, that's what you get, nigga. I mean, but you know, it's hard not to be like that. But I definitely understand, you know, that I mean that's not that's not the way to do it, player. That's not the way to do it. You know, let it's, him do his not, time. But um let him stay up in there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically the I, I didn't have any Jesus. big really? honestly, we do. We do. And I'm 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 trying to uh <laughs> I'm trying to work on that. But at the same time, like this story and stuff like this I is just need like just a little more Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know it for for me i look Hallelujah. at these things and and you know it's it's like it's just the road of consequences that you know it's just like this just comes with it and you know i i really do wish that man well honestly you know i, I you know i don't have any you know ill like you know i hate and stuff like this for this man. Um, he did what he did, and now he is, you know, justice have been served. And from there on, you know, once once that debt has been paid to society, then, you know, I, I wish you nothing but the best, you know. Um, but, yeah, they, they tried to take that man out. They tried to take that man out, man. It's <laughs> like, uh, didn't dude, do say dude that he would have killed him. He was sentenced. And then yeah. dude said he yeah, would have killed him if they hadn't intervened. He was like, nah, I was going to kill him. Yeah, I was going to do that. <laughs> yeah. he, he tried to take him out. He did. And he, that's what he said. He said, mm-hmm. basically, if y'all didn't respond mm-hmm. so quickly, I, I was going to kill this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was going to kill unalive. Whatever synonym you want to use, this man was about to go. And he, he was going to go on that day. Uh, So... Well, let me say this. Um, as far as one thing I can say, being behind the wall in federal is is they're in federal prison, so that's either even bigger than being in the state prison, right? So, what people not understanding is whether you got jacked up charges or not. People that no time and that no charges, they can see through your bullcrap, right? So, if if you if you can go in and um, have a jacked up charge, they can look it up within their baby, and I say baby because they got code words for what they call cell phones over a recorded line. So um, they can they can get on there, and find out all the information they want to find out, and then address you about it. But if it don't add up, if it don't math up, and the math ain't mathing, then they're gonna let it go because it don't make sense. So they already drew their conclusion of whatever you are. Now, some people still might feel some type of way to pertaining to whatever the charge is, right? Yet and still, the game members don't play certain charges. Um, the hood folk don't play certain charges. You know what I'm saying? But you might have some punks that are trying to extort you off the good faith. Oh, your charge is this. Your charge is that. We're we going to make an example out of you. But yet the people, the, re- the real legit Gs might be like, nah, it ain't going down like that. Because... This is the charge. These are the. This is what it is. This person got the same charge, and it don't make sense. So in this situation right here, and notice people, this guy's a white guy, and he actually was an FBI informant. So I feel like I feel like even 
in the research itself, he probably was like, they probably had something over him. Like the hood, the game members probably had something over him. Like, yo, you know, you was informing. Like you wasn't really a part of us, but you was a part of us. Yeah, some people still feel some type of way about you. So look, look if you don't do this, we're going to kill you. You don't do this, we're going to do this to you type stuff. Because you're a 52-year-old white man. And if you heard this yep. anywhere else, if you didn't know what he looked like, if you didn't know anything about it, you would automatically think, oh, yeah, the, 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 the black folk got him. You know what I mean? Yep. You would automatically think that. You automatically think the brown, the minority, somebody got him. Well, no, nah, he was an FBI informant since 1997. He was an FBI informant Ooh. since 1997. You've been doing this for a minute. So there's no telling how many people within that Arizona system or within that uh, federal penitentiary or back there because of you running your mouth uh, playing both sides so um yeah you know I, there's, there's there's no way you can hide um i had a ministry thing over this weekend i was telling somebody i was like yo i'm going through situations and it's amazing how people be so quick to bring up your past before anybody else do and i'm like yo uh i'm good with my past you can't get over it so a situation like this, um, like you said, you know, celebration for black history, it sparked, it sparked something within our community that we'll never forget. It, it sparks a fire within our community that it never dimmed down. And um, one of my movies that I allowed my kids to watch so I can explain how things work within this world was, was The Hate You Give because it allowed my children to see, you know, kids, to see teenagers, go through, get shot, and get mistreated on a different scale that daddy probably couldn't explain it to him, but they got a visual of what I was trying to say. But yeah, um, you know, whether it was justified or not, 22 times, they do have certain blades and certain shanks that are not made to kill you, but harm you. So they will, they will stab you up if they got an 85% sentence or a 90% sentence, whatever their sentence may be, if you're pushing them all the way to the door, then no matter how many times they stab this person, they still going to go home on the same time. If I got an 85% sentence for a certain charge, I can go get an assault charge and it don't touch my time. And that's why they talk about um, um, prison reform because you got a lot of people that know that. Y'all not get, they're not giving any incentives to these people that are doing 85% of their sentence. And the people that are doing 85% of their sentence are stabbing people up or beating up officers and nothing is happening to their sentence. You put them in a confined space, you put them in lockup and they come right back out and do the same thing again because there's nothing you can do about it. So, um, but yeah, that's all my take on that is. Facts, facts. Well, you know, just again, just thoughts and prayers and all that good stuff and, you know, to everybody involved and, you know, life life moves on. Uh, speaking of which, far as thoughts and prayers and stuff, uh, the so I don't even want to call this person a, a recording artist, but Lil Nas X, he mm. is uh, officially uh, entering his Christian era, and or or is he now? I I'm just going to show just this particular video. Uh, he released his music video and, you know, asking if if we mind if he enters his Christmas, uh, not Christmas, <laughs> his Christian era. And uh, he basically set the social media platforms uh, ablaze. So we're going to just look at this 
And then we're going to talk about some things and see if this is Cap or, in this instance, Dope or Doodoo. Y'all check this out. Father, scratch my That's basically it. Uh, all right. That's basically it. He put that little video, one minute clip of a song that seemed to be Christian esque, and now everyone's going to blaze. And so, just just from this initial, just this one video, and he asking in the caption, "You mind if I enter my Christian era?" KT, do you think that um, Lil Nas X is? Um, returning to christ if you will because you know he has a background similar to us grew up in the church was all in the church and then you know grew up and now he was like actually nah you know type of thing this isn't dope or doo-doo but it can be is this dope doo-doo what do you think about this um i'm not one to judge anybody else's walk with god and uh whether or not he is really entering his Christian era, so he calls it. Um, I don't really have an opinion about it because he's forever doing stuff, trolling. He's, <laughs> I mean, that's what he does. So I don't know whether to take him seriously or not. And looking at that video, I don't know that I would be able to take him seriously anyway. So I I really Understood. don't. That's between you and God, nigga. I, I feel don't... you. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can do this because Bible clearly says, you know, take the plank out of my own eye. So, um, my eyes are clear, so I can, I can put them on that scale of saying, young man, young man, young man, when you have to ask for permission to exercise your faith, that's a problem. When you have to say, um, how do y'all feel about me? Mm, how do y'all feel about me telling y'all that I'm hurt? How do y'all feel about me telling y'all that I'm struggling that i need somebody that i'm because you went through you showed us you showing us three different types of you um nobody well i'm not gonna say that because 
you was a little shaky um, in the beginning. When you came out and you crossed over immediately from pop the country to straight up pop with, with, with an evil accent on it, asterisk mark on it, however you want to call it. And now you want to, hey, do y'all mind? Um, ministry is to be shared. And if you're going to exercise your faith, exercise your faith. But y'all stop playing. Um, it's... We, we 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 serve a God of love, but everybody better pay attention. We serve a God God of wrath as well. And if it's real, it's real. But don't ask nobody for permission to exercise your faith. Don't ask nobody for permission. Because I will say this, and I'm a firm believer of it. Not not one time was you at the club saying, Yeah, um, I'm partying like a rock star. And after I get through drinking this bottle of gin or this bottle of, of tequila, I'm gonna go get saved. So I feel um, more so for people downing him for saying this. There's nothing wrong with that. But somebody address him. He needs a hug. He needs some counseling. And um, y'all ministers and pastors, um, don't do it for clout or fame. Do it behind closed doors and reach out to this young man and try to figure out what is really going on with him mentally. Because something is going on, on with him mentally. Now, I don't know if y'all knew this, but Katy Perry, her original name is Katie Hudson. Her first album was a gospel album in 2001. Uh, her, both of her parents are, are, are ministers, they preachers. Her first single after her gospel album was I Kissed a Girl. Her first, her first single after her gospel album was I Kissed a Girl. I knew that the, a long time ago because, you know, I was tapped in and I was like, yo, I've heard her before. And then when I looked in, I said, well, how you do that? One yeah, one album was this, one album was that. And she didn't cross over. My thing is, you know, teach a child in the way he should go. So when they get older, they won't depart from it. And you got people like um like one of my favorite singers, um, Tori Kelly. She did pop, but what happened? After she was successful in pop, she went back to her roots. She went back to doing gospel music. So that's a it's an easy transition to go one way to the other. When, it, when people see that it's genuine and see that it's legit, little Nas, then they will most definitely be more receptive to you. But that gradual, that gradual push that you're that you're doing, I think that's why they a little bit hesitant to really accept that it's real or authentic. But um, but I do believe you need a hug. I do believe somebody somebody needs to talk to you because there's a lot of a lot of people that are chasing the enemy. They're chasing the evil evil spiritualities of the world allowing it, thinking it's going to allow them to get fame in certain areas. And it's it's, it's, it's not going to work out for that good because, you know, uh, it's say be you transformed by renewing your mind. I mean, you supposed to be peculiar in your praise. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, okay, okay, KT, I don't want to judge him in his spirit. But in the way you're going about it, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't agree with it because I don't feel like I should have to ask him. I don't, I don't agree with a man telling me I got permission to the to preach or not. Because man didn't call me to preach. God called me to preach. And what, what God has allowed me to do and had given me authority to do, you know, you got a lot of organizations. And I don't mind if they see this because I wasn't raised to be a part of that anyway. You got a lot of organizations will tell you to come sit before a panel. And let them judge you on the scale to say whether or not, KT, you're good enough. Dante, you're good enough. Now I think you're ready to preach. What? No, it, it don't work. It don't work like that. You 
you didn't call me to preach. God called me to preach. So ultimately, you know, he has the final say. So if he wants to sit me down, he sits me down. So, um, so Lil Nas, I, you know, go talk to somebody. Um, I think if you're going to do it in a positive way, do it in a positive way. Go talk to somebody, though. Be transparent about it. But, I, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of I'm on the fence to his approach about it. All right. Well, that was a very um, theocratic, a very um, thoughtful, considerate, empathetic take from the both of you. I'll be the bad guy here. This is some doo-doo. This is some bull. Uh, this is cap because I'm going to use another piece, a portion of scripture. But it says, you will know a tree by its fruit. And what mm-hmm. we know about Lil Nas X is the fact that this man, he became prominent being a troll account for Nicki Minaj. He, he's a, a Nicki Minaj super fan. And he had yeah. a Nicki Minaj fan thing and he and you know the the toxic stuff that you know you hear these social media people do he was a big front runner for the Nicki Minaj fans then he branched off into doing this where he trolled doing the country song and then he trolled you know being quote with LGBTQ which I still don't believe um and he gets his attention from he does hate marketing. That, that's what they coined it now, mm, where you okay. do things to coin up a lot of controversy you and, and hate and things of that nature. And he knows, you know, growing up in the church, that it's very easy to get that type of marketing and clicks and stuff because there is not any faith or religion by world standards that is more palpable to that than Christianity. So I don't believe him at all. I don't believe it at all. And I got, uh, I, I got you, Dante. I, was, I got a quick, quick question, question, question. Because, because I, I, I like how you said that. I like how you said that. See, and and it is good to have that. Um, I ain't gonna say devil's advocate because you would not be that. But uh, what what was what was Lucifer's job in the in the kingdom? Music. Okay, that, that's. I'll just leave it at that. Because, because just like what you said, and it hit me by him, by him, like you said, trolling on on people's emotions and what's hot at the time. Yeah, yeah, I told you. I just said that he gave us three or four different people, all within three or four years mm-hmm. of who he is. And right. th- this is just another way. And here's here is a the the nail, so to speak, of why this is this is trash. It's nothing. Honestly, really didn't want to talk about it, but you know. Um, he put out a tweet in light of because this is what he does. He does something, it garners you know a crazy backlash. Not even like support, but just backlash. And in that backlash, he continues to troll. And then those, and then he garners the support from those who are specifically anti that. So your LGBTQ is also runs parallel with uh, anti God rhetoric anti-christian christian rhetoric so he decided to put up a tweet after this garnered you know a, a sufficient amount of backlash that he thought that he says and i quote i'm this is what he's saying um mm-hmm. so i'm not going to pause this but say but he put out a tweet actually you know I'm, I'm gonna put it up i'm gonna put it up i'm gonna let y'all see it too i'm gonna let y'all see it too he put up this tweet 
Uh, he said, uh, making Christian music does not mean I can't suck dick no more. The two are not mutually exclusive. I'm allowed to get on my knees for multiple reasons. And I said, yep, see, there it goes. I saw it. Now, that's what he said. So pause it. I mean, that's not me saying it. Um, what? So that's that's what he said. That's what he said. What? And I was like, okay, see, I knew this was Cap. I knew this was Cap. So, you know, th- that's the, that is the existence of Lil Nas X. I'm just going to continue to troll and troll and troll my way to attention. Um, and without a machine behind him, I really can't even say he's talented, if I'm being honest. I can't even call him talented. He's a very great marketer. And he uses, you know, things, the hate marketing, basically. He trolls his way to success. So, yeah, Lil Nas X entering his Christian era. A lot of people were spot on with the caption where it was like, Christian era. That sounds weird. What's an era? You know, like, you know, the things of God, the spirit of God. It's not a phase. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's just that. All right. So like I'm just gonna try this out real quick. Yeah, just yeah. You know, yeah. But like but let's just try it on and see what happens. Like, no, nah, that, that's not how that works. Um and you know, as far as what one is mutu- mutually exclusive to is like it's it's not you know. But anyway, all right. I, I, t- I talked about that dude enough. I was like, you just clown, clown stuff. All right, I'm gonna I'm show y'all another little <laughs> clip, and I want y'all to let me know if this is true or if this is false. Uh, there's a particular lady. You know, everyone online has their their takes on relationships and all this type of stuff now. So here's here's someone with their take on uh, the guy girl dynamic. Check this out actually get pleasure from pissing you off and annoying you and i'm not making this up there's a study between men and women that shows that men are reinforced by seeing an angry face on someone else as long as that face doesn't last for too long they perceive it as a reward and not a threat subconsciously they are doing these things on purpose to get that angry face out of you next time he's annoying you just smile and see what happens that's 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 false um I don't know where she get her data from, or who she been talking to to feel that way. I mean, was, was that a was that a question on Family Feud or something? Like, like where, where is she getting this from? It seems to me that she was on a podcast. It looks like a yeah, podcast yeah, setting no. where she was talking, yeah. like she knew what this. And I was like, "What's this study? Like, you, you never said what this study was." So I was right. yeah, no, Please no, that, that 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 is false. Um, on every level, from my experiences, let me, let me say it like that. From my experience, that's false. Um, I'm not trying. I want my peace. It's important for me to have my peace, and I will say yes and okay to certain things I disagree with for the sake of peace. Not, you know, I I've taken so many losses by saying okay, by saying yeah, okay, all right, sure, by being silent, by not saying anything. And just that moment when I get ready to say something, it's always been like, what? You told me no? 
I'm telling you no now because I don't have anything to lose. You know what I mean? I'm telling you no now because I don't like you like that no more. I'm telling you no now because I care about you and I love you, but the feelings of us being together are no longer um, um, reciprocated both ways. I'm telling you no now because I realized when I tried to go uh, exceedingly above and beyond, you weren't grateful. I'm you know what I mean? So to actually feel like I'm going to troll you and piss you off and just to see your reaction and over there in the corner like this, yeah, it's working. Nah. Now, that, that, that's 100%, in my um, opinion, false. Yeah, I, I don't agree with nothing she talking about. I really want her to quote whatever study this is that she's talking about. I bet she can't. But anyway, um, I feel like it's true for Nas. Nas likes getting up under my skin. That nigga <laughs> likes to see me angry. He likes to irritate me. It's true for Nas, okay? That's what I'll say. It's true for Nas. Now, as far as okay. everybody else, I feel like immature niggas like to irritate people just for the fun of it. But real men, nah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. That, that that is a really good point. Shout out to Nas. But that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I get, you know, you have those dynamics, especially with us. You know, you have those uh, Martin and Pam type, you know, things, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a, um, there, there, there has to be a specific level of respect, familiarity, friendship, you know, for that. Sorry. It's not so much of just, there's this subconscious thing to where we get pleasure from. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's so, yeah. it's so stupid, but it just, <laughs> I, I actually tried to look this up. I, I try to do what well, just just a basic Google search, just to see if I could find this study. And I have the only thing I, I'm just gonna um one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The first ten results that come up trying to find this study all comes from blogs, magazines, and forums. So I'm like, are you sure this is a study? <laughs> like, opinions. Yes. Or just a bunch of opinions in safe space echo chambers. I'm just like, okay, stop. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Now, another stop the cap moment. We're going to play this little video. We're going to laugh about it. We're going to get up out of here. Uh, <laughs> Y'all do, uh, you, you are aware of the trial for Young Thug and his RICO cases is going on like right now, right? And they're doing the defense is, is doing everything it can to kind of show this man to be the innocent angel uh, that we all know him to be. Uh, and ever since the judge admitted the use of lyrics to be used uh, in this case, you know, they've been doing a lot of backtracking along with a lot of other rappers in the industry, uh, past and present, to try to clean up you know, the persona that they were a, a, a particular way, you know, thugs, street dudes, drug dealers, you know, moguls, you know, the Scarface type personas. And I'm just going to play this little video is, is going to feature uh young thug and what the defense is saying as far as what his name means. We're going to switch over to French Montana and then we're going <laughs> to end it with Fat Joe. You know, they're all clearing up their name and personas or what these 
um, labels and titles that they've been carrying throughout their music careers. But now, uh, 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 that's not what it means at all. It actually means something else. And they want us to, uh, to make sure that we understand what these uh, names actually mean because we've been wrong all this time. Not them, not them, but us. Y'all check this out. Young Thug's lawyer told the <laughs> jury that Thug just means truly humble Amen. under, under God. God. Hallelujah. Thug, murder? <laughs> what murder? He was the best guy around. Truly humble under God. Flower. Italian so is called Farina. Farina. But it's also, you know, I know That's you're the CEO it, of Coke Boys Entertainment. French Farina. French Farina. So, how'd you get the name Coke Boys? Was that just well, like a... Well, Co Coke Boys is, is stand for creation of kings everywhere. Are you sure it's not Farina Farina? Nah, nah. Uh, you know what I mean? No one's getting indicted over here, right? <laughs> uh, I've been rapping professionally for 30 years. I've lied in almost 95% of my songs. <laughs> I'm being lied, not lied. lied. How? Like, lied just, how? What do you just mean? Go, I, I write like I feel that day. Mm -hmm. I'm just being creative. You know, if you, you could probably put, you couldn't build the jail high enough for the lyrics I've said on songs, which are all untrue. What I am is a family man, the person who gives back to my community all the time, open businesses in my community. So the music would never amount to the actual person, Joseph Cartagena. All right. So look. So look, just for the record, Young Thug actually means truly humble under God. French Montana had to come back and say, you know what? Nah, Coke Boys Entertainment. Nah, Coke means creations of kings everywhere. And <laughs> Fat Joe, now, Real creative. now back in the day, the back in the day, they, they called him Joey Crack. And that's what he called himself, Joey Crack. But he said, no, the reason they called me Joey Crack was because the crack of my ass used to show every time I stood up. And that's the name the girls gave me. So <laughs> it had nothing to do with drug dealing, being a drug mogul or anything like that. They called me Joey Crack because my crack would always show. I, I, I had that perpetual plumber crack in perpetuity. And that's how the name became Joey Crack. <laughs> KT, are you buying any of this? Does this make any sense to you? Like, is this dope or is it doo -doo? <laughs> We're just going to just, it's just dope. These dude. niggas getting real. <laughs> These niggas shook. These niggas are shook. You hear me? They're like, uh-uh. They, yes. they're coming for us. We got to, we got to, we got to deflect. <laughs> we got to do something. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. He said, listen, no, it, I, I, all the drugs and stuff, the drug pushing and stuff, that's not true. Nah, it, nah the real reason was because, you know, I had plumber crack, perpetual in perpetuity plumber crack. And that's why they called me Joey Crack. <laughs> Peace y'all, what's up, man? Like, is this, this got to be dope, right? This is dope. Look, I'm black. I'm back on my pl on my plumber ish. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Quit, uh, cleaning up flows, showing my crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, oh man, yeah. Hey, um, first of all, every rapper, I'm not. A, I'm not a famous rapper. Uh, that that part. 
I'm 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 not I'm not a rapper, a, fa- a famous rapper. I'm not on that caliber, but I do know if you backtrack on everything that you've said as a rapper, then you would be just like Derek, um, Derek up in the um, prison system getting stabbed twenty two times. Cause that mean you were fake. That mean you wasn't authentic. That mean they saw. If the hood didn't see through your bull crap, and that's the thing. So forget French Montana. Forget the that Joker said. Uh, what did it say? What he say it was again? Under God. Uh, truly humble under God. That's what. Truly humble under God. That is good marketing. That is good marketing, and I have never heard that before. That is good marketing because I would get put that on a shirt. Uh, truly humble. Tr- truly humble under God. I, I like it. But yet, Joe, 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 look, you said you got the um the Street King Mafias on your side in many in many of your um interviews prior to this one. You said Fifty Cent had to call you and say, "Yo, Joe, what's up? Yo, these 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 Hispanics, these Vatos, about to get on my tail." You said this. Why was they on your team if you were fake? Why were they on your squad if you was fake? Why was a hundred Mexicans willing to stab up Fifty Cent and his crew? If if everything that you're saying was fake, ninety five percent, ninety five percent is he say she say, ninety five percent is saying that everything you saying wasn't legit because the street would know. The street would know if um if 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 Dame Dash, Jay Z, Lil Wayne, you know these certain people who was actually all in the streets doing these certain things, um, Master P, you know, um, allegedly. If these people weren't out there in the streets doing certain things, the whole hot boy squad, if they weren't doing those certain things, um, Snoop Dogg, if they weren't doing those certain things on that level, then the streets would know. But you definitely not going to see what everybody I just said, everybody I just said, get on live TV and say, nah, I wasn't, I wasn't about that life. What? Everything about you was designed around the life you created. So even when I use Meek Mills, for example, even when Meek Mills was 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 doing his thing, the hood would know if it was real or not. Cause then when the music came out, they had to say it easily, quickly. Man, you want about that life. So that's why they address uh, Meek Mills on certain levels and then go back also to address Rick Ross on his level. Like Rick Ross, you was you was an officer. Officer Ross, you was an officer. Meek Mills, he was up in there. But Hands down, um, that that is doo doo French Montana. I don't know what you was doing, like doggone. Oh no, it's, uh, uh, King Kings everywhere. Really, really, you know. And we just not hearing all this because y'all don't want people to go back and look at y'all lyrics to indict you. Um, it's it's going down because one thing I do know the difference between a thug and a gangster. Um, gangsters move in silence, and gangsters can be that same person that's. That you think it never got a charge, but they only got a charge. They only don't have a charge because they don't have a co-defendant. Um, a lot of the gangsters never been to jail because the way they move, they could be in a room full of people or full of people they who are they victims. They don't even know that that's the person who actually um, poked up this person or stabbed up this person or shot up this person. Um, they can wear a different mask on on any on any given day, but at the same time, those are also the same people that are considered to be family men. So they are your ghost from power. Anybody know anything about ghosts? Ghost was the truth. But yet, eventually ghosts didn't know how to separate the both. But he had, he had, he had a woman beside him. But nah, 
Ghost was who he was. And and Joe, Joe, Joey Crack showing the crack of your tail. That's what the ladies called you. All right, cool. We'll give you that. But you, we'll we give you that. We'll give you that because we seen, we, 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 we seen the looseness. But to say they didn't have anything to do with the streets, um, Sugar Booger, no. We, we, we definitely not going to let you get a pass on that one. Nor are we going to let you, French Montella, get a pass on that one either. You know, so... Um, if, if 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 Young Thug is out there putting all y'all on the highlight reel um, to the point where he's going to make all y'all watch y'all back, then please believe in a couple of months that for somebody to start watching um, Young Thug behind that wall, we'll probably read up on something. Now, I'm not speaking into existence. I'm just telling you the codes of the street and how it works. You, you're making a block hot type stuff. And um, since you're making a block hot type stuff, somebody that's a, a federal in informant at 52 years old, would be the one to get that phone call to, to do what they got to do to get you to shut up. And that's that's just facts. That's what it is, man. And look, y'all just let us know what y'all think about this, uh, you know, in the comment section and all the other places y'all like to let us know. Um, it's just hilarious, man. Just like KT said, these dudes are shook. They are shook. Y'all hear me? They are shook. But uh, and they are trying to clean up their act, like <laughs> man. But listen, next week, y'all, next, y'all, next, week man, next week, fat, fat, hey, hey Dante, next week, Fat Joe gonna have a gospel album out. Probably, it, probably will, probably will. <laughs> all of them, all of them. Rick Ross, it, all no. of them, all of them coming out with gospel albums. I, I, I promise you. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> This is so silly. All right, so y'all be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, all that great stuff. It's another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast, episode 143 on that road to 150. And, uh, you know, we about to get together and really do the thing to celebrate 150 and, uh, and, you know, get some things. We have to move on into season three. But until then, it's your boy Dante with KT in the building. Peace, y'all in the building. Another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. Till next time, y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all. For real talk and dope conversations. Tap to the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. All happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My Credo.